You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. Thanks for listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast, joined by very special guests, Rob Anderson and four-star Gatorade Player of the Year, Arizona commit Dylan Anderson. Hello, guys. How you doing? Good. Good. First of all, I really, pre- really appreciate you guys hopping on here. Um, first, before we get into everything, what are you guys working on right now? Just, you know, uh, obviously off-season right now, but doing anything special? Yeah, we were, you know, focused on getting his weight up. He's up to 235 now, uh, finishing strong around the basket and just extending his range to the college three. Okay, great. What would you say, you know, Dylan, what would you say are the strengths to your game right now? Well, like, what do you mean by that? You know, like, what are you really good at? When you go out on the court, you know, what are certain things that you can do that, you know, just maybe the average kid can't do right now? Uh, probably understanding like make, how to make the right play and when to do it. Okay. Now the thing that's amazing, you've always been kind of a prodigy and, you know, cause I first heard about you when you were a freshman in high school, obviously you come from good athletic backgrounds or a good athletic background. At what stage did you know that, and this is a question for both of you guys. At what stage did you know, man, basketball is something that could really, you know, take us some places here. Uh, probably when uh, I first started getting recruited by the college coaches. Okay, right on. What What would you say? To, what would you say that, Rob? I mean, again, you're a Division One. You're a Division One athlete. When you were working with uh, When you're working with Dylan, was there a point when you're like, "All right, we got something here"? Yeah. Well, he started as a quarterback, and he did high jump to following his mom's footsteps. And uh, when he hit six eight, we had to switch from football to basketball. And uh, he's always been super athletic. Okay. And um, so we we spent uh, about three months getting him fundamentally sound, getting him used to, to basketball, and he took it took was a quick study for it. You know, when watching Dylan, he again the game seems a lot of times you'll see guys that are six foot ten, and the game doesn't seem natural. It seems like they're just playing the game because they're tall. The first thing that stands out about Dylan is that he moves well. He's got a real feel for the game. Things just kind of come naturally, and you don't see that a lot with 6'10", 6'11", big men. 
I, th I think it was his, you know, when he was younger playing quarterback, understanding how to make the right reads. And we focused a lot on his footwork, but his just natural athleticism has always been there. Okay. Now, Dylan, tell me a little bit about what made you decide you wanted to become a Wildcat. I mean, it was just trusting the coaching staff that was coming down. I trust Coach Lloyd and he'll uh, put me on my best path. Now, he, um, I know he was recruiting you pretty heavily at Gonzaga. Is that as, would you guys have probably ended up going to Gonzaga if Coach Lloyd had stayed there? They were definitely in the top two. And that's certainly not a bad place to be when you're competing with Gonzaga about another player. Now, let's talk about Tommy Lloyd a little bit. You know, um, he definitely how does he see how does he see uh, Dylan how does he see you fitting in right there what does he talk to you about how he sees you coming in what his big term plans for you are uh, he just wants me to be able to guard one through five and just play how a normal play okay now now you mentioned that you were up to 235 so have you guys been really working on just bulking up and putting on good lean muscle yeah just good weight not sloppy weight trying to our focus always since off season has been three pounds a month and uh he just works hard. He's a gym rat. He works hard every day in the gym. One thing, Dylan, you never have to tell him to go to the gym. He's always ready to go. Now, when now, so when what are your uh, what are your goals once you hit uh, campus? Because you know, short term, long term. Because you know, everybody wants to play in the NBA, obviously. Um, but you know, what what's your goal for year one? I mean, just do everything that Coach Lloyd wants me to do. Okay. Now, when you uh, when you. When Coach Lloyd took over, he really kind of took a lot of people by surprise here. Not that he was this good, but he was this good this early that things were able to basically, you know, he stepped in here and Arizona became a national power again. That's got to be something that stuck out to you guys pretty quickly. Yeah, you know, it was super exciting, the success they had. But, you know, we Dylan was recruited by a lot of, a lot of top college coaches and uh but we ever since uh coach lloyd had interest in him we followed him closely and watched all their games and um we had complete confidence that he can walk the walk now what was it like i've always wondered this what's it like kind of being in the fishbowl because again you're not a, a kid that's you know just uh you know come up on the uh, recruiting scene i mean again i had heard about you when you were a freshman in high school and there's not a lot of kids in arizona especially kids that are native arizonans that you hear about when you're a freshman. So you've always kind of had a little bit of a, you know, uh, a little bit of a microscope on you. So is that something that keeps you guys motivated? How does that factor into anything? I mean, obviously it, 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 it's nice and, you know, it keeps him going in the gym and when other people recognize your talent and then they want to, you know, have you play for him at the next level. It, it was always uh, very interesting and very exciting um, but you know, for us, it was always picking the right system and the right coaching style. And, and everyone had a different idea of how they wanted to use Dylan in college, but coach Lloyd, uh, we, I have the most trust in him because of, you know, the relationship we built over the years and, and the system that he runs. I mean, I've never seen another system that the bigs are so involved in an offensive side of the game. Now, with Dylan, because he's such a, you know, he can move around. He can, you know, the game, you know, like I said, he's he's got a real feel for the game. Do you see him playing a little bit of a 3-4? What kind of, you know, what kind of position does, you know, you see well, him playing at the next level? They always say you, you can play what you can guard, right? right. So uh, the one thing that Dylan can do is he can stretch the floor. Mm -hmm. And he he's, he's a very good shooter for his size and his age, and we're just trying to continue to, to refine it and, just make it natural and repeatable, and and uh, I think he he has a very good opportunity to uh, 
trail the floor, hit the top of the key three, uh, not just be a pick and dive guy. Right. Now, Dylan, was there a player that you kind of uh, grew up emulating a little bit, a player that you looked at and said, yeah, I want to pick some of what he can do out there? I mean, I really just – Dirk Nowinski, the way he played, stuck out to me when I was a younger kid. Right, for sure. A little bit where you can take him outside, and at the same time, too, you can also take him down in the post, especially if you got somebody smaller on you. Yeah. Now, what's also kind of unique about you guys is that in this day and age, when you find these really high-profile kids – a lot of times they're just run into, you know, whatever prep school they can. You stayed in, you know, you stayed in your local district. You, you know, it worked out well for you going to Arizona, Gatorade player of the year. Was there any thought to go into that prep school or was it something that you're like, all right, we feel really good where we're at and we're just going to continue to work with what we got? I mean, we, we got approached every year uh, from all the national programs. Um, and it's just, we had, we had discussions about it and we just felt that, uh, let Dylan enjoy his high school and not have it be a business yet. And the one thing when all the coaches would come to the gym and watch him work out or practice, I asked them all the same question. Uh, does Dylan need to go prep? Not one of them said yes. Right. Now, so Tommy Lloyd, now take us through a little bit of just the recruitment because he was at Gonzaga initially, obviously, when he was recruiting Dylan. But how did that first contact go? And just kind of take us through going from Gonzaga then to Arizona. Well, Coach T.J. Benson uh, and I have a good relationship from when Dylan was younger, uh, when T.J. was at GCU. Um, so there was there was a little contact there already. But Coach Lloyd came to a couple games at Perry, and that mm -hmm. started the relationship when Dylan was a sophomore and just kept building from there. And Dylan was excited to go visit Gonzaga and see what that was about. And then when we got the news that he was hired as the, the head coach, it kind of all came together. Right. I think what's exciting, too, about when you got a guy like Dylan coming in is that you look at Christian Coloco, for example, obviously off to the NBA. But if you watched him his first couple of years, I mean, you know, it wasn't that he was bad or anything, but he was very much a role player. Coach Lloyd comes in and immediately he's catching the ball better. He's showing some moves. He's extending a little bit. Dylan, that's got to be pretty exciting for you coming in, especially with a coach that's able to work with a guy with your specific skill set. Yeah, especially since he was in running for the most improved player from last year. Right. I mean, so you, that that factors in there. Now you look at the front court next year. Yeah, uh, you got yourself. You got Umar Ballo. You got uh, Julius Tabellis. There's there's an opportunity right there. There's an opportunity to step in and make some moves right there. Yeah, for sure. Did now talk, let's talk a little bit about defense. We talked a lot about offense, especially with the way you can move with as long as you are. I've always felt that you're a guy that I think can really be able to alter some, some shots at the next level. Is that something that kind of fits into what you guys are thinking? Yeah, Coach Lloyd has uh, always wanted me to uh, check the rim as best I could. Okay. Now, when well, are you uh, – go ahead. Yeah, gonna say so, no, Mike, so uh, in this offseason, I have Dylan uh, working out with some very fast uh, guards mm -hmm. and playing one-on-one, -on -one, trying to keep his feet – you know, the working on the lateral quickness and the quick reaction to block the shot. Right. So – um, the one thing that Dylan can improve on and coach Lloyd, uh, said he's going to teach him all the tricks when he gets there in June is how to become a better shot blocker. Okay. Now let's talk a little bit about yourself because you're a division one athlete yourself. So you've been through the rigors before as well. So kind of, was that able, were you able to help Dylan a little bit with that? Yeah. And then, you know, mom was, I'll give mom all the props. She was the hall of fame athlete in the, in the family. Right. So, but I'm a, I'm a, I love the game of basketball. I'm a student of the game. And when the boys told me they wanted to play, 
Um, I, I've done everything I could to help them get to their goals. Okay. Now off, off the court, what do you like doing in your spare time, my man? Like, you know, what, uh, you know, what, what kind of, uh, kind of, spare, kind of stuff you do? I mean, just playing video games with my friends and just hanging out. Okay. Right on. You know what you want to major in at the next level? Uh, not yet. I just registered as undeclared. Okay, great. Now, when are you guys planning on hitting campus? Uh, sometime in June. They, they'll get eight weeks. He's going to take a couple summer school classes uh, to lighten his load for the fall and, They'll get him working out with the, with the staff and the, the, the players that don't go home for the summer. Great. Okay, just before we let you go, and again, I can't thank you enough for this. Fans have been wanting to hear from you guys for a long time. So, again, it's really cool to be able to hear this, hear, hear from you guys. Just what are your message, uh, you know, just what are your message to U of A fans out there? Excited to see you play. Just I'm ready to work. Right. What do you got there, Rob? Because I know you got something. No, I mean, look, we would – to see the games live at McHale is, is awesome. And we're just excited for Dylan to come in and use his skill set to help the team win. Great. All right, guys. I can't thank you enough. You'll be on campus here short enough. And again, you know, there's every every kid that I've generally heard of early on in Arizona that's from the state. They've turned out to do great things. You're the next in the line right there. I appreciate both of you. Awesome. Have a good day. All right. Thanks again, guys. Appreciate you. Okay. Thanks. All right. Dylan Anderson and his father right there. That This is a kid, I'm telling you, that when you watch him, don't look at the numbers necessarily. Watch how he moves. Watch his, fluid, watch his fluidity out there. You don't see a lot of kids like that. And again, you can certainly see where he would fit into what Gonzaga would want to do, what Tommy Lloyd would want to do. Because again, you watch him, you look at him, he's got the kind of length that you're going to be able to put on some real – excuse me, some real muscle. And let's talk a little bit about that role coming up here in just a second. But first, the DraftKings Sportsbook app, got to pay the bills here. Put down five bucks, get $150 in free plays. Just got to bet on these games right here. My pick of the week, I like the uh, I like the Timberwolves tonight. See what that happens. 21 and up, Arizona only. You got a gambling problem called 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Again, put down five bucks, get $150 in free plays right there. Okay, now let's keep it going here with about Dylan Anderson because a lot of people, because Dylan committed so early in the process that, you know, a lot of people, I, I don't want to say forgot, but you just kind of say, okay, well, Dylan's going to be slotted in right here. Make no mistake, though, when you watch him, you can see why he had a Gonzaga offer. You can see why Tommy Lloyd is excited to get him. I think this is the kind of kid that when you see him from his freshman year to his sophomore year, there's going to be a jump because obviously he's been trained well by his pops. He's, you know, he's been on the scene. He's coming in with a solid skill set to begin with. But then you have him from the freshman year. He's going to be going against obviously big time division one athletes. And then that's that year between the freshman and sophomore year where you've got another full year in the weight room, where you've got another full year where you can have all of the coaches with you. I mean, this is a kid, again, that has, and I've always felt has NBA ability. And I, I don't know exactly what to expect early on, but I stand by that. Again, I first watched, when I first saw him, it was his sophomore year. And who were they playing again? I wanted to say they were playing Mesquite, but that wasn't the school. But the way that he was able to shoot on the perimeter and – it's natural too. You see a lot of big guys that like they take the ball out on the perimeter 
and they don't really – they're trying to do it, but it's not really natural for them. For Dylan Anderson, it's natural, and you can tell he's a natural athlete. You know, his pops just brought up that, you know, he didn't talk much about himself, but his mom, obviously a Division One athlete. Those are the kind of people that, you know, generally, you know, when you come from athletic royalty like that, you, you got a little bit of a leg up on the game. And, again – Hoops just comes natural. So you look at it then. Next year's front court. You got Umar Ballo back. You got a Julius Tabellis. You got Dylan Anderson. You got a probably a mystery kid coming in from, you know, maybe from overseas. Who knows? But don't discount anything of what he can do here because, again, you look at him. He's going to be able to alter shots. He's already got some skills. It wouldn't surprise me at all either if he is also the player that is able to – how do I put this? By about midseason – you really see him, he starts getting some more minutes. He starts getting some more minutes. And that's always the sign, too, that a coach is a really big fan of what you can do. Because, like, let's use Adama Ball, for example, this year. Adama Ball is behind Benedict Matherin and Dalen Terry. But as the season went on, you could tell that Coach Lloyd wanted to get him in the mix more and more and was finding room for him. I wouldn't, wouldn't surprise me at all if Dylan's in that same boat. And the other thing, too, I think you're going to see him put on weight and put on weight really quickly. Like his dad said, trying to put on three quality pounds a month. I think that's a great goal because a lot of times you'll see players and they're like, okay, well, I'm just going to put on 15 pounds. That's not how you do it. You've got to do a slow process right there. He's obviously, they're obviously working hard there. And I thought his dad made a really interesting point, too, where he said, I never really had to ask him to get into the gym. He wanted to get into the gym. And when you get to the division one level and you've got so much talent right there already, that's what separates a lot of people right there. And also too, I also kind of like the quiet, humble nature about him. Again, this is a kid that's been in the spotlight for a long time. I mean, he was ESPN top 10 kid as a freshman. He was a guy that, you know, Tommy Lloyd is recruiting him at Gonzaga by the time he's a sophomore. This is the kind of guy that will, you know, that has, that knows what it's like to have eyeballs on him. And so he gets to the next level. It's not going to be something that he's not equipped for. But again, right here on the AZ Wildcats podcast, we try to bring you everybody that we can that's uh, committed to the U of A. Uh, big, big thanks to Mr. Anderson and Dylan Anderson. Obviously, in the past, we had KJ Lewis, Kylan Boswell. Arizona basketball right now, the future is incredibly bright. And again, I'm super happy to be on here and to be able to you know, take you guys through the journey and be able to interview some of these people that are in these kind of positions. But again, one last time, DraftKings Sportsbook app, code word PHNX, put in five bucks, get $150 in free plays on these NBA games. It doesn't even matter. You just got to put down the five bucks. Again, new customers only, eligibility restrictions apply, gambling problem, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. We will be back with you tomorrow, breaking down a little bit more Arizona basketball. But for Robin Dylan Anderson, I'm Mike Luke. Thanks so much. You've been listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast.